This is Unclaimed Bands, show 55. Hey music lovers, it's Adrian Sean from Unclaimed Bands, coming to you from the legendary Dobbs at 304 South Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Today we're sitting down with Queen V. Welcome. Thanks, great to be here. Now, you got your start as a songwriter and performer in musical theater. How'd you get started in music? Um, you know, I was lucky enough to have older brothers who kind of schooled me on classic rock. And um, I, you know, played from a really young age and then just kind of fell into actually stepping on a stage. Um, but it's been something that I kind of got infected with, you know, from really early on. And I've just been doing it ever since. Cool. Now, you have a new album coming out on June 25th mm -hmm. called A Decade of Queen V. What can you tell us about this new release? The new album, uh, The Decade of Queen V, is a compilation of several tracks that we have recorded over the years. It was really a chance to um, really distill the essence of what the Queen V band is and the recordings, okay. really for the new fans that we're meeting now so they could sort of get like a starting point CD um, and really just get to know the music. And also being an independent artist, you know, it can be really be challenging to have your music heard. So this was a kind of a nice way to reintroduce the music to people who had never heard it before. You know, along with, uh, with the new album coming out, you have a new video for uh, the song Cry Your Eyes Out. Um, it, are doing videos, is that something you enjoy doing? Because I've noticed you've done a few before. Um, I do enjoy it. I have to tell you, I'm sort of a, a closet film buff. So every video that we've made, it's kind of been homage to um, a certain era of either filmmaking or video making. Um, you know, we do it obviously very low budget, being mm -hmm. independent. But, you know, back when MTV started in, what was it, like 81? Yeah. You know, nobody had a budget. Nobody knew what they were doing. So we basically found people that we really, you know, had a unified vision with, if you will. Um, in fact, the director, his name is Tim Stevens, um, Harvey Wallbanger Productions. He's from Philadelphia. We actually shot yeah. uh, one of the videos in Philadelphia. But the Cry Your Eyes Out video that you're referring to, we shot part of it in L.A. and mm -hmm. part of it in New York. And it was an amazing experience. Definitely a up the game quite a bit with that one. Cool, cool. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Cool. Now, what can you tell us about the song? Well, Cry Your Eyes Out um, is really a song about survival and surviving okay. people who are trying to bring you down. Um, being a woman in the music business, especially in rock, um, you know, you pretty much hear it all about why you can't do it, why you shouldn't do it, mm -hmm. you won't have any fans, nobody will play you on the radio, this, that, and the other. But... Um, actually, the people have spoken. You know, people do like female-fronted rock, and people do like independent music. They don't like everything spoon-fed to them. So, "Cry Your Eyes Out" to me is is really um, an expression of what I've endured over the last, okay. you know, ten plus years in the music industry. And you know, the lyric is. Um, you never show that you cry your eyes out. You know, like you keep a solid, stoic front and you go about your business and do what you need to do and, you know, everybody else can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's take a listen to it. Um, this is Cry Your Eyes Out by Queen V.
You've just heard Cry Your Eyes Out by Queen V. Where can we buy your music? Um, you can buy it online, of course, digitally through you know iTunes, Amazon, all the usual things. But if you want a CD, you should go to our website, queenv.com, okay. and uh, you'll get a really nifty package in the mail with all kinds of goodies in it. <laughs> cool. we like no goodies. ladies jumping out of a cake, though, I promise. <laughs> but yeah, Cry Your Eyes Out is actually, it's brand new. So we are premiering that video that you talked about mm -hmm. on uh, Tuesday, mm -hmm. today. Um, June 11th at HuffingtonPost.com. They're doing a 24-hour exclusive premiere for the oh, video. Wow. So wow, that's very cool. Yeah. So as you, what you've just heard, no one has heard this song yet. So that's a double premiere, awesome. if you will. <laughs> yeah, cool. cool. Now, on your last record, you had people like Lemmy, Tom Morello, and Vernon Reed come play with you. Um, how did that come about, and what was that like for you? Uh, it was amazing. Um, of course, they're phenomenally fantastic and great guys to boot. Um, mm -hmm. I met Tom and Lemmy when we were playing at the Viper Room in LA some years ago and they caught my set, they really liked it and we just became fast friends and I asked them to play on the record or you know come do it and they said yeah that you know it's kind of like them helping their little their little rock and roll sister. Oh, you cool. know so it's yeah. it's been great. I've, we've been really lucky. That's that's cool cuz uh, you know sometimes people are lucky enough to get like one really well-known person on You had three play on that record and and let me sing too, correct? Yeah, let me actually wrote the track. He did, oh, we did we write wrote the track, the track with yeah. us. Yeah. Um Boy, we had a blast in the studio. It was really great. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Um, I wanted to ask you, in your bio, you talked about when you opened for Twisted Sister, and you know you went out there that first time, and, and they're the you know the biker kind of guys, and they got their arms folded and all that, because they didn't know what to expect, and well, they, they had preconceived notions. Right. And you, know, you slowly won them over as you played. Do you find that that's something you still encounter now, that type of stereotype? Oh, absolutely. Really? Uh, but I think because you haven't seen a lot of women who actually, you know, excuse me, but have the balls to hold their own with the fellas. So, can we say that on air? Yeah, oh yeah, okay. it's, it's uncensored. Okay, good. Um, but, um, so people kind of are not sure what to expect, but usually a couple songs in, especially that's been our experience in time, a couple songs into the set, they're like, oh, oh, I get it, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they just have no idea if you're gonna like rip their head off or if it's gonna be like, something very middle of the road but you yeah, know, exactly. we've always just been about you know getting up on stage you know rock and roll assassin style just rip people's head heads off and I think if you're moved and if you're into it then people will respect that and get into it as well yeah. do, do you do, I mean I, I find it odd I mean I know quite a few we've interviewed quite a few uh, female fronted bands and uh, and found them to be just as rocking as anything else we've ever heard I'm still, I know I'm still surprised that the stereotype continues. You know, growing up with people like, it, well, growing up with the Runaways, that's not Runaways, me, yeah. And, uh, awesome. you know, uh, Pat Benatar and Joan yeah. Jett. And, you know, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not everybody. Every band's hit or miss, mm -hmm. you know, but I just find it still kind of like in this day that we still have that kind of, kind of attitude towards, well, you know, all right, little Missy. <laughs> it's yeah. too bad you play that guitar. You know, it's, it's funny that you say that because when I was, a, a little kid, like literally a little, little kid. Um, and just starting out, you know, and I saw Joan Jett's I Love Rock and Roll video. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I can do it too. Mm -hmm. like, you know, or, and you know, it's that golden age of women in rock that you're referring to, yeah. you know. Um, Chrissy Hind and Stevie mm -hmm. Nicks and, you know, I mean, just Blondie. So many women sort yeah. of had a chance to be heard then. But now, when we do shows, I mean, you have people bringing like their little kids to the show, like at some of the all ages shows. Uh -huh. 
And they're literally like, you know, six and 10 and 12 year old girls who are like, they think it's the most normal thing in the world that I'm up there. And I think that's because pop radio and, you know, and rock radio, but really pop radio, there are more women on there than men. You have Mm -hmm. like, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but really talented women who are out there singing as well. And so it's cool. Well, I'll tell you what, I'd like to take a listen to another one of your songs. Cool. Uh, Why don't we listen to the song America? Sounds good. All right. This is America by Queen V.
tell you, that was America by Queen V. What is the, you're all over media, but what do you think is the best way for people to keep in touch with you and find out what's going on? Well, I guess whatever way that they feel most comfortable getting in touch. I mean, believe it or not, we still get snail mail letters to our little P.O. box. Um, cool. But uh, certainly, yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty there. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Facebook.com, we're official Queen V, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, any way you can, smoke signal. Really the best <laughs> way to stay in touch is come to a show. That's really the best way where we'll have a chance to talk, and um, you can see what the boys and I are all about. Excellent. Uh, now, i got to ask you about the song America. Um, I noticed you got it played, or somehow it's part of Bill Maher's show. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool listening. It, it looked, he looked really cool in that trailer. I mean, <laughs> that, that music going behind. Um, that, you know, that fell into our lap uh, just with some people who were doing some licensing for us. Um, is another great way obviously to get your music heard you know um but bill maher himself approved the song and it was for their um 10th anniversary teaser for real time with bill maher and we went to the show also and got to meet him so oh, it's, cool. it's another happy That's accident <laughs> yeah gotta love those gotta yeah. love those um okay so now pretend you're a person in the audience watching your show yeah and it, when you were done watching queen v what five words would you use to describe what you just saw? Um, well, if I could say something to the 10-year-old, I would say, you are empowered. Okay. You know, it's the feeling that you should get when you leave a Queen V show is spent, exhilarated, moved, um, definitely sweaty. Definitely, <laughs> you know, and just like inspired to go and go out there and live. You know, the music is for me. I mean, the whole reason I call myself Queen V was because, you know, it was a way to like raise the stakes and like empower myself. And yes, I can do it, you know, and watch me. Well, your music That's definitely cool. speaks that way. Thank you. So cool. So last question. What's next for Queen V? Well, we have a big album release party in New York on June 25th, the day that the record uh, comes out or the CD comes out. Uh, then we're off to L.A. for a release party out there, and we're just going to be touring and playing with summer the rest of the year. And I hope everybody can come out and catch a show and say hello and rock your face off. <laughs> All right, great. Okay, everybody, uh, this has been Sean and A.G. for Unclaimed Bands, and our guest has been Queen V. Uh, until next time... Um We'll see. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks. It's been a blast. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.